The human mind is extraordinary and it's fallible. Welcome to Outsmarting Human Minds, a media series devoted to understanding the mind to make better decisions in life and at work. The following is a modified version of our video, Strooped. To watch the video and try the test for yourself, visit outsmartinghumanminds.org. There's a simple test that's been making fools of us since the 1930s. Here's how it goes. You see words printed in different colors, and all you have to do is name the color of each word you see as fast as you can. The trick you see is not to read the word itself, whatever it may be. You just name the ink color. Blue, yellow, black. Green. It sounds pretty easy, right? And it is, as long as the words don't contradict their ink color. So if you see the word blue written in blue, no problem. It's when that word is actually written in red that things get messy. Go to our website and try it, and you'll see what I mean. Suddenly, color naming, something we learn as children, becomes something hard. But why? It's because naming colors may be easy, but reading is easier. Reading is automatic, and it's effortless. We can't not read, because we do it all the time. So when the word and color match, it's easy to do the task perfectly. But when they don't, suddenly we take longer. We make more mistakes. It's hard. This is the Stroop effect, named for psychologist J. Ridley Stroop. But its effects aren't limited to the psychology laboratory. In fact, it's rumored that this test was used by Americans during the Cold War to catch Russian spies. Here's how. The agents were asked to do the Stroop test but in Russian. The Cyrillic characters meant nothing to the American agents, so nothing stopped them from simply rattling off the right answers. But the spies, who could read Russian, Yellow. Uh, pink. They couldn't ignore blue. the words. Yellow. No, uh, purple. They slowed down blue. and they stumbled. Yellow. And this revealed their true identities. Now this is an interesting story, but it also teaches us something important about decision-making even if we're not Russian spies. Once information is in front of us, we process it, even if it's irrelevant, misleading, or even wrong. So think about this. If having even two variables, a word and a color, makes our job harder, what happens when there are five, 10, even hundreds of variables in play? For instance, when we evaluate people. We cannot turn the job over to anyone else. If the United States fails, then the whole cause of freedom failed. It's commonly argued that without television, John F. Kennedy may not have become the 35th president of the United States. People who watched his debate with Richard Nixon tended to vote for the younger, traditionally attractive Kennedy. But the people who listened to the debate tended to vote for Nixon, who sounded more traditionally presidential. We know the way to progress. And I think, first of all, our own record proves that we know the way. Our decisions shouldn't hinge on whether information is seen or heard. But this debate showed that seemingly irrelevant features do matter, even in key decisions like voting. So help me God. So what can we do to make our decisions better? Let's start with the Stroop test itself. Orange, green, red. When people try to beat the test, the first thing they often do is squint. This blurs the word and puts the focus on the color smart. We can do this metaphorically, too. In the 1970s and 80s, 
American symphony orchestras began using blind auditions to filter out the information they didn't need. So the musicians played, the judges judged, but between them now was a curtain that kept the focus on the music instead of the musician. Over the next 25 years, the number of women musicians in major orchestras skyrocketed. Their chances of being hired had increased by 25%. This is a template for how we can outsmart our own minds. One, acknowledge that you too can be strooped. Our world is fast paced and rich with information. So we can't just say, oh, I'll ignore that. Two, don't assume that more information is better. Strange as it may sound, consider saying, please send me the data without X, Y, or Z. Remove names from resumes or graded assignments. Make evaluations before knowing anyone else's opinion. Each of these strategies takes work, but sometimes you need to squint to see more clearly. Whether you're looking for spies or your next employee, you'll do it better if you focus on just what matters. Outsmarting Human Minds is a program founded by Mazarin Banaji, devoted to improving decision-making using insights from psychological science. Support for Outsmarting Human Minds comes from PwC, Johnson & Johnson, and Harvard University. This episode was developed by Olivia Kang, Kirsten Morehouse, Evan Younger, and Mazarin Banaji. Special thanks to the Box Center's Learning Lab Studio at Harvard University. Sound editing and mixing was done by Evan Younger. Our theme music is by Miracles of Modern Science. Other music in this episode by Olive Music, Ben Biney, Immersive Music, J.S. Bach and the Advent Chamber Orchestra, and Allegory Music. For references and related materials, visit outsmartinghumanminds.org. <laughs>